Hello and welcome back to XP Waste, where the worst part about coming back to the main game after leagues is not having unlimited run. I'm Michael. And I am Oxy. Michael literally just ripped that sentence out of my mouth talking about the birthday event. And I'm so glad he did because neither <laughs> of us had a had an opener for you there. If you're new around here, hello. Welcome. It's 11 p.m. on a Monday. I'm sorry if I sound a little tired, but we talk about old school RuneScape. That's the whole point of the show. Sometimes we talk about other things but mostly just old school RuneScape. And let's be honest, that's what you're here for, dwelling. We know if you're not new around here, <laughs> sup? I have no follow-up. We're it's glad a, you're here. It's 11 p.m. on a Monday. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> if you're not new around here, we're glad you're back. <laughs> we're, glad, we're glad you stuck around after, after all this shit. <laughs> if you're coming back from the last episode being your first episode, so episode 50... Where we got absolutely turned you, with the gnomes. You picked one hell of a week to have it be your first episode. If that yeah, was your if that was your last episode, it was fun. I think um, I still have some remnants from that night on my desk as a reminder forever. Just like random bits of fruit still just here. <laughs> I hope those don't stay in your desk forever, bro. Why? You gonna have moldy ass fruit two years oh. down the line? You're gonna be like, that's from episode fifty. It's gonna be like. <laughs> A moldy <laughs> lime on the table. It's going to like sink into the wood. <laughs> It'll be part of it. <laughs> That's all that I have on the desk. I, I've cleared everything else out, so we're good. That was a fun episode, though. I, I'm glad we did it. Three hours. My goodness. Three hours, you... 17 minutes. The raw oh, footage was three hours and 49 minutes of content. Ooh. We almost had four hours worth of recorded material. It was a lot of fun, but... Having talked to the guy who edited that episode, never again. I hope you guys got your fix of three-hour episodes, because that shit took forever to get out. Yeah. Um, and it I was... Mean, with nearly 30 minutes of just unusable footage and audio, it's like, you cut out a lot. Yeah, it like, it adds up a lot over time, because there's... If you guys have hung out with me in Discord, where I'm a little bit more uncensored, or more importantly, I say uncensored in like an editing sense, like in the extra episodes on Patreon, I pause a lot. I make a lot of ums. I kind of go through a phase of like inner machinations of my mind are an enigma, and I just like space out mid sentence. I'm like, uh, Armadillo Godsword. <laughs> that like I cut those out in episodes. So those little weird segments get cut out, and that just adds up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there are some times where, like, <laughs> if you were if you were on it day of release a couple weeks ago, Michael's like eating oh, no. pizza, or or I'm like hold oh, no. that thought. I have to go get food, or I have to get oh, water no. like right this second. Um, we've both been there quite a few times, so stuff like that adds up. But unless we hire someone who does podcast editing as a full-time job no i hope no. you guys enjoyed the three-hour episode maybe for episode 99 but mm -hmm. until then no no that was a Bro, lot we're doing it we're doing a 24-hour stream for episode 99 i don't know what you're talking about that could be a fun pregame for it like that yeah. would be 
horrible to edit 24 hours of content editing Ooh. down into like listenable pieces that could be a lot of fun we do 24 hours of content right yeah for episode 99 and then the week of episode 99 we have our maxing party that's oh, like the yeah. whole week and we release one two-hour episode a day of like the highlights of like that little chunk so then the xp wasters ear holes are just gushing with our voices that's possibly the worst imagery i have put in this show <laughs> ever ever i i'm just excited that you're embracing ear holes it's taken me what <laughs> 51 weeks now and I, it's finally I happening i don't think i have a choice i, I don't think <laughs> ear holes was going anywhere so you know like we talked I've, about, like we talked about like Stockholm syndrome. You just you fall in love with it after a while. So you know, I've started to censor myself, but I don't. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. So I, I guess you don't have to. It's let the ear holes rain. Oh dude. my god, <laughs> it's a lot of like what happened with um the welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that ad bit. Yeah, it was just like accidentally our thing. Now those are the best ones, though. Yeah, it's like when a little inside joke just becomes the thing and it's not forced it, it's just if it's forced it's not fun yeah and but. we will we will get to forced fun here soon i'm sure oh so michael how's your week yes. been what have you been up to i've not really done much um actually no i i've gotten i probably got like 10 or 12 regular gauntlet kc under my belt in the last no maybe 20 i'm up to 41 and i started at 25 so what is that like? Just under twenty KC uh, uh, under my belt, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting close to where I'm gonna start sending corrupted. I think my goal right now is to get my prep times to where I can be done, like two minutes forty five to maybe three minutes thirty, and then send the fight and then. After 50kc, once I'm ranked in the regular, then I'll full send Corrupted Gauntlet. Two, For no other reason than just, like, I don't want to leave it off. Um, two minutes 45 remaining in prep time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, you're not shooting for a three-minute prep, are you? I think that's impossible, but no. It's not impossible. <laughs> I think the world record for the Gauntlet is, like, four minutes or something. Like... Oh, yeah, it's quick, but, like... Not for Joe no, Schmo me. No, I was just say though, is it like from when you drop into the gauntlet to when you kill the Hunlift, like four minutes is the record. Like it's yeah, that's the insane. prep is like ninety seconds. You get like one perfected weapon, no armor, eight fish or some shit like that. Like it's nuts. Wow, you have to five to one the whole time. It's, it's good times. Mm -hmm. Wow, but, kick it and then just mage it or something. Yeah, Maybe. you you so it's so the five to one, it's five attacks with your perfected weapon, usually the bow because rigor has the damage boost. Uh five attacks to the perfected weapon, one attacks one attack with the other off weapon. So if it's praying mm -hmm. melee, you attack it with a mage staff, five more attacks with the bow, and then kick it, and then five more attacks with the bow, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily faster DPS, but it cuts down on the prep time significantly so it makes yeah. the kill overall faster um nice but oh, oh that's a lot of work <laughs> it's hard to get good at we'll say that but i'm enjoying it though good uh like i got this i got the skis from the birthday event 
I've just been like skiing around the room, waiting for other people to join so that I can cast Venge other on them, um, spread the love a little bit, and then just you know going in it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's the one thing in this game, at least right now, that I can actually say that I'm like enjoying. Not the one thing. There's a lot of things in the game that I enjoy, but I've I've sent a couple raids in the past couple weeks. Um, I've just been fishing as far as skilling is concerned. I am 191k until 95, so I'm going to be editing this episode tomorrow. So I may I may end up getting 95 fishing tomorrow, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, I'm not super motivated to play RuneScape. It's kind of we host a RuneScape podcast, so it's kind of, it, I don't know. It doesn't sound good to say out loud, but uh, what am I What am I doing other than, I mean, my, my kid is sick right now. So, like, for the past week, it's just been hard to feel like I can step away because he's just not feeling good. And it, it's hard as a new parent to have a sick child and have him be so young and you can't really do much other than just, like, get the boogers out of his nose mm-hmm. so i being congested can just go blow my nose he does not have that luxury so it's hard yeah it's one thing you don't think about like babies yeah. don't know how to blow their own noses no yeah and they can't you they can't get a lot of like medicine is weird for them because all you can really give them is tylenol and give like motrin and if they're really sick they can give them antibiotics but there's not just like allergy medicine and stuff you can give to a baby mm-hmm you can't flonase their crush nose. up a crush up a Claritin D. Like <laughs> right, no. Put it in his he baby none food. Of that. Like, yeah, there you go, kid. You'll be fine. He can't. Yeah, I can't do that. But. None of it. But uh, how are you this week, Oxy? What you? What have you been up to? I I am good. It's been a crazy week at home. Apparently, not for me. I uh, on Saturday, so this past weekend. Uh, the mm-hmm. Pokemon Go Johto Tour happened, and oh. I walked 10 miles and caught like 600 Pokemon. I had a delightful wow. day. I haven't done that in so long. I think I tweeted like I came out of retirement, but like I, it, it was so fun to like shiny hunt again. Like I think I hit mm-hmm. a new record of like 18 or 19 shinies in a day, which is pretty awesome. It's always fun to see that many roll in. Um, and I think I got like seven uniques, which was pretty cool. This is that part of the show, new people, where we say we talk about things other than RuneScape. Um, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've still been doing sword things. I've still been doing school things. I wrote my last ever paper for school ever. Uh, my program doesn't have a dissertation, but I have to take a national exam. Yeah, to graduate, so I have to take like the big national counselor exam, and then. I'll be good. And that's like in lieu of a thesis, which Mm -hmm. is great. So I wrote my last paper ever, and I'm only in one class, which is internship. And the internship class is, I'm sorry if any of my professors are listening to this, so boring and not important to what I'm doing that I will unironically send main game corrupted gauntlet in class. That is how much I don't have to pay attention. (laughs) Mind you, it's hard for me to do Slayer and look at a camera at the same time doing this. And I can do CGs in class. Like, oh, wow. As far as academically, I'm not in a very challenging program, which is baffling considering that, like, 
I heard graduate school was going to be a shit show. And I got here and my first paper was like 500 word first person subjective essay. I'm like, is this what this whole thing is going to be like? <laughs> it was, it was. So <laughs> wrote my last paper for college. That's done. Um, I have been playing a lot of leagues and I have not been enjoying it. I am. No, no. Extending the league by two weeks was a lot and what okay so are you just trying to maintain a rank at this point i have snuck into rune cup by like two thousand points oh but i need to maintain that going forward yeah and if i don't maintain that i'm gonna fall out of rune cup so right now at this current moment assuming that i don't get an armadillo chest plate on this kill right here I have 29,370 points. I, I'm not out of things to do. I only have like 751 of the 1,260 tasks completed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I could do, but like, holy shit, I don't care. I had a realization that at this point in Trailblazer League, I had kind of already like burned out and I had stopped for a little while. I was doing YouTube every week. Like it was kind of exhausting to do all that. Mm-hmm. And I burnt out and I came back and I finished with like 36,000 points, I think. In like wow. the last week or so, I was able to pull out a lot of points out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was really fun that like last week of grinding. And then this league, I'm like, dude, I am just like, I don't care. And I have only 29,000 points. I'm like, bro, what's happening? The point values in Shattered Relics are halved from what they were in Trailblazer. So really? as per Trailblazer, I have 60,000 points for that point threshold. Wow. I've done a lot more tasks. Granted, I have a lot more available to me. I have all the regions. I have all of Zaya. So like at that point, I have a lot more things, which yeah. is awesome. But... I don't know. There's so much that, like, I look at the Slayer menu and I realize why I like Slayer is because it's random. And Mm. getting to choose my Slayer task, it's like, well, what do I need? Well, I don't care because I'm so used to just being told what to do that, like, the freedom to choose my Slayer task really loses its novelty once you get your abyssal whip and your trident and your whatever you're just sort of like i guess i'll do neck reels for 25 million mage xp like it's uh, the the ui is exhausting the fragments are exhausting i would like to do a full like i said review of trailblazer here in a couple of weeks having realistically played it every single day for the duration of the league but oh my god i can't it's I, I literally have been thinking, like, I don't want to log in. I've been procrastinating logging in. And I'm like, Oxy, take your own advice and stop playing RuneScape. <laughs> but I really want the Rune Cup. Right, because you have Rune Cup from last week, and right? this is why I absolutely fucking hate competitive dead man mode. Or competitive RuneScape. I was, gonna, I was thinking of dead man mode and why I don't play it. Because in order to get what I want and to maintain what I have, I have to constantly play this game. Mm -hmm. And 
boosted XP is great, but there's nothing left to AFK. Like, yes, I could AFK to 25 mil woodcutting, but, like, that's... That's not fun. That doesn't make me want to play. I don't, like, go to bed thinking, like, all right, my plan for the weekend is to AFK Redwoods for eight hours straight. I don't want to do that. Like, that's... I don't know. So, I am losing steam. I did Corp with Scape last night on the main game. Mm Mm-hmm. Still sucks on the. I'm I'm not a fan of corp main game corp. It's just so, it's so boring, Michael. I'm sorry. I I am very much in in the mindset of the minute leagues is done, I might not play this game for a long time. I'll still do the show and keep up to date, but like, right? There's such a big crash and such a big burn coming that like. I might just be MIA till bingo. Like oh, I, no. I thought about, I thought I'm like, yo, I'll get my infernal cape dirt. Like before bingo, it'll be awesome because we may or may not have some difficult tiles planned for bingo. Stay tuned for that. I probably do an episode about that one as well. Um, <laughs> like that'll be super cool. And I have not even like conceptualized main game inferno in the last couple of days until just now. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, I I don't know. So I very much feel the like, I don't, I don't know. I have the RuneScape podcast, which I still like doing. I just don't want to play RuneScape right now. So between like the end of the league and the beginning of bingo, that like two or three week period, you can bet I am just not going to be there. At all, like this, this might be a Halo podcast, y'all. It might be a Halo podcast. Jurassic World Evolution Two is getting a big free patch coming soon, which is sick. Ooh. They're like revamping menus, adding a bunch of new decorations. There's a Camp Cretaceous Dinosaur DLC. We're gonna get wow. bumpy. Real excited for that. Um, it's not the the DLC itself is not particularly exciting, but the free update that comes with the DLC or is alongside the DLC rather is like, I was watching the video today. I'm like, Oh baby, like we're going to go back to JWE too. I can't wait for that. And then halo does have the cyber showdown event coming, which is like, it's a SWAT themed playlist. And I love SWAT so much. So <laughs> we could start a, a Minecraft um, realm. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll play for four days and then stop. <clears throat> so sure <laughs> We're, i'm not i'm not gonna be like that other server you're on where everything's like done within the first day we'll have to work for stuff nothing's gonna be automated it'll be I, fun i also just like leave it's my weird thing like i prefer oh. to play <laughs> I, I like to play minecraft with people but also by myself it's very strange for someone who despises iron man mode i don't like living in a community in minecraft i stand alone i build alone i guess but yeah <laughs> yeah i uh i don't know i'm burnt i'm burnt on this game and a big burnout is coming so if in the next month like a month from now if any of you sons of bitches ask me how my infernal cape is going i'm just not even gonna respond because like there's no chance of even playing at that point i am just i'm tired of this game so that begs the question if you know a burnout is coming, what 
could you do or do you care to even like stop that from happening i mean like we talked about this is everything i can't stand in a therapy client is someone who knows exactly what to do and is still just not gonna do it hi it's me i'm the therapy client i can't stand a great way to prevent a burnout is to stop playing the game mm-hmm. and or slow down i don't even feel like i'm going anywhere is the problem like i'm not yeah. bank standing but i also feel like I don't really know what progress I'm making at the same. It's it's a very strange point I'm at in leagues where I'm not repeatedly grinding anything, but I'm also not like doing nothing. I feel like I'm in a weird leagues limbo. A good way to stop is to not play the game and mm-hmm. play something else mm-hmm. and not live vicariously through YouTube videos of games that you would rather be playing. The downside to that is, again, it's a competition and there's ranks on the line. But do you need to have Rune Cup? It's not about needing it. It's about wanting it. It's about wanting that thing for my account. And it's about not wanting to get in like, because I think Rune Cup is like top 5%. Mm -hmm. If I'm in like the top 5.5%, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, I see. Like, because I'm already. Like were, there's people who are going to be one point away in Adamant Cup had they just got that one point. There's always a cutoff. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't want to be that guy. I'm not going to be on the cutoff. And if I had like 20,000 points, it would be. That's it, baby. It's been a lit league. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Right? If, if I close. was. If I had 40,000 points or 42,000 points where. I'm not getting dragon, but I'm also definitely not losing rune. Uh-huh. That's it, baby. I am like, <laughs> let me check. As of right now, so as of Monday evening, the cutoff for rune cup is 27,965 points. I am 1,500-ish points ahead of that. And we gained 345 points today because of that. So... I've got work to do to keep up and I guess like I guess max my account that's a good way to get a lot of points I don't know yeah yeah. it's like I said it's weird it's just okay I'm gonna get 99 (laughs) range doing this uh armadale task which is nice and then hopefully if I get an armadale chest plate I'll get that task done as well but if I don't get that done, then I'll get 250 Cree KC. So there's a method to the madness. Right. It's just a fucking boring method. My method was uh, don't just don't log in. Just say anymore. just play for one day. And no, then just Oxy, never play I played again. for more than one day. <laughs> I think I played like a whole week off and on a couple hours a day. So you, this was not a surprise to anyone. The, the really amount wasn't. that I played this league. It's, it really it's my MO, guys. It's my. It really wasn't. It's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I get about a thousand points, and then I'm I'm like strong in the bronze cup. I think maybe iron. Uh, uh how many points do you have? Nine hundred and something. Nine fifty. Am I even bronze? <laughs> you're in the iron cup. Yay! Uh, and you're still about seven hundred points below steel cup. So, so I need four hundred points till I'm tier four. 
And then I I don't know after that. I don't even I don't I don't know. I might log in. We have what a week and a half or two weeks left. We have sixteen days. Sixteen days, boy. Um, okay, maybe I will log in and maybe because I still want at least a Trailblazer toolkit mm-hmm. or the Whip recolor or I don't know. I thought I was gonna go for the the Void recolor for my group Iron Man, but maybe next no week I'll fight chance for that. I'm doing that shit on my groupie this league, but. How many points are on your groupie right now? Like a twelve hundred, maybe thirteen hundred. So we can rock like the whip recolor together or something. I th- I don't even know how much the whip recolor is. The whip recolor might be like fifteen hundred. Let's see. OSRS shattered relics, shattered relics league rewards. This is what we want. There's a mystic ornament kit for a thousand. The weapon variety pack is fifteen hundred, so that can go on the uh, the abyssal whip, the tentacle, or the rune crossbow, or the god book. Okay, so so we need fifteen hundred points. The dwarven multi cannon is forty five hundred. Void is sixty five hundred. I really wanted void. the The Mandalorian elite void is sick. It like is that really is cool. so cool. I will one hundred percent be buying that for my main account. Hundred percent. But I, I hope it's not expensive. That's that's the worst part. Is I still have points left over from Trailblazer League, and with the thirty thousand I have, I'm good. I can buy everything when leagues yeah. ends. Ever, I'm good. I can buy everything. I don't need anything else. And I'll have probably some points left over for the next league. Ah, you could just buy all like the stuff that's going to make you money. But none of it makes money after, like, the first hour of it going live is the thing. Because with with Twisted League, not nearly as many people played it. So there was a lot of opportunity for that to happen. Uh, that's true. Where, like, the Twisted House kit was, like, millions of GP. The Twisted Horns were super expensive. Mm-hmm. But after Trailblazer came out and people had enough points to just, like, buy all this stuff... The price has like dropped significantly. Yeah. Oh my god. I I literally just opened my bank on leagues. How many people of you how many of you are aware that I despise Chambers of Zarek? Hopefully a lot of you, because I think it's boring and not rewarding and exhausting. I got three KC metamorphic dust on leagues. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I have to get the Omelet pet or it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah. That like I have to get the Omelet pet so I can carry like the dusted Ohm from league to league. Mm -hmm. I. What's your KC right now? I have like eight regular and five CM. I. I've seen no purples, no useful purples that I can use. But I got metamorphic f-ing dust. Is the drop rate boosted for that? I think so. Or is it the yeah. same? Okay. I think my point is it's a lot that I, I don't it's kind it's feeling like I'm locked into content I don't want to do. Yet another reason why I'm not particularly enjoying the league at this point, because it's just it's the main game with extra steps. I'm a little bit tankier. I'm hitting Criara a little bit harder. 
and I have to go through the menu from hell every time I want to do anything. But otherwise, it's just fast Iron Man, baby. I don't know. It's that that part is. We'll do my full leagues breakdown later, and I'm not gonna bitch about it because I'm gonna force transition us to main title content, or I will complain about this the entire evening. <laughs> Be like two hours of just. <laughs> oxy leagues. oxy bitching about leagues don't worry that's coming in a few weeks oh man i forgot to say this at the top um stick around after the break we're going to talk about a giveaway that we're doing i always forget to like set it up in the beginning so i want to tell you now just so that come back after the break and we're going to talk about a giveaway which you probably already know about but if you're new it's gonna be good yeah all right last week michael and i took a break to get absolutely shitty drunk and hang out with our community and it was the most fun i have had in a very long time and it was the most liquor i have drank in a very long time yes during that time period where we thought because nothing was ever happening in the main game ever we got the pvp arena update which is basically the dual arena replacement. This blog is massive. I haven't even gotten a chance to read through all of it. That's how big it is. I just watched the modcast. We got Land of Goblins and the new mini quest that goes along with it. We got next combat achievements. And we got the Android mobile beta, which like, I don't know how. Okay, cool. We also got loot keys in main game, like Dead Man mode. So PKers now have this terrifying skull over their head with <laughs> keys on them. So you know that, like, oh, I'm in danger. <laughs> like, it's not just some douchebag with a regular skull. If someone runs up to you with five keys, <laughs> it, it it's over. It's over. Um, so that's cool. I'm excited to watch YouTube content about that because there's no chance I'm ever going to get five keys above my head. Uh, we got a Gillinor Gazette like six hours ago. That's really mm -hmm. cool, which has so much amazing stuff in it. And of course, the one week we just fuck off and get drunk, they release a Raids 3 update. It's new rewards. They reworked them all. There's no way we cover all this stuff in one episode, or it'll be another three-hour episode. So, Michael, is there anything that you particularly want to dive into first? We could talk about the PvP arena. Let's, uh, let's like... go for it. So, the, the first thing I wanted to talk about with the PvP arena was, in the original blog post, they had talked about a lot of um, ornament kits. And the rewards from this, most of the rewards were going to be untradeable um so like the weapons and the armor and stuff and then they had proposed that the ornament kits were going to be tradable so you could spend the points that you earned in the arena and then purchase the ornament kits there's a lot of them um the list is large like bandos armadill elder chaos elder maul d war the list Hammer, goes on. dragon claws like oh, yeah this is so cool and a lot of the player feedback around those were that it's just gonna it's just gonna be LMS V2. Like anytime you have something that is PvP oriented and has rewards, there's an incentive for it to be botted. Mm -hmm. And it just makes it not fun. 
Like I wish if I had a magic wand, I would just nuke all of the LMS rewards to be untradeable. Like give bots zero incentive to do that so that legitimate players could do that for fun. You know what I mean? Or just take the point system out altogether. Don't give it rewards. Just have it be a fun way to to risk-free PvP. I don't know. They updated the blog. So originally they had said these things will be tradable. And they always have at the top. That's the first thing I ever read is like that top. The change log, yeah. The change log. So in the change log, they said some players were concerned that there would be an incentive for illegitimate players, a.k.a. bots, to participate in the arena um, if the rewards are tradable. And the response was, we'd like to remove any incentive for bots from entering the arena. The only tradable rewards were the ornament kits. So we've opted to make them all untradable. Thank you, Jagex. So there's going to be no tradable rewards within the PvP arena, which is great news. And it actually makes me excited for this content because I was nervous and I was not excited when I heard that there was going to be stuff that was tradable, again, for reasons I just stated with LMS. So everything else, please put it in the game because now it's not going to be tradable rewards. And it gives people an incentive to actually go and do it. Like, I don't really care too much for PvP and PKing, but like, you bet your bottom dollar, I'm excited for some ornament kits to just change up the look of this game that (laughs) has been around for so long. Like, when's the last time Bando's got a a graphical change other than an RS3? Never. So I'm excited to see what they come up with for these things, and I'm excited to try my hand at, at possibly getting some of these rewards. Um, especially since they're going to be untradeable, uh, and it it doesn't like it doesn't change the way that you use these things. Like I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, Oxy, but I'm pretty sure you can still have the ornament kit outside of a like P player versus player. Like, because one thing that they were mentioning, my thought around this, one thing that they were mentioning is that all of the rewards were going to be only usable within like a PVP world or the wilderness. But then am I, am I thinking, well, what if my dragon Warhammer has an ornament kit on it? Can I only use it in the wilderness? Cause who uses a dragon Warhammer in the wilderness? I use Nobody? it for one purpose and it's to Warhammer spec Vedion, And that's literally it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would think that a lot of these things like, the ornament kits um if any non-cosmetic items are equipped you'll simply be unable to attack anything other than players so the non-cosmetic rewards can only be used in the following pvp enabled areas the wilderness pvp worlds soul wars castle wars fight pits and clan wars so anything that has to do with killing another player you can only use it is the vls effectively mm. Um, but not as broken, but non-cosmetic meaning weapons, armor, rings, whatever cosmetic shit, notably whatever the hell a dragon claw ornament kit is going to look like, which Mm -hmm. I'm curious, is it going to be like, you know how like we have like a dragon scimitar G is it going to be like dragon claws G where like, there's like nail polish on the end of the claws that are like gold. Like that'd be pretty funny. Um, (laughs) or is it going to be like ornamental you know i i don't know because like the the theme around the pvp arena because it's in the desert is like i mean the desert has a theme it's all 
pharaohs. Which and, we'll and... get to because there's a lot of exciting <laughs> stuff about the desert. But um, yeah, like all of the names for the stuff, um, it's pretty hard to pronounce. So I imagine it's not just going to be like claws trimmed, you know, claws G. Yeah. I hope. That would be Which... the lazy thing. And that would be dumb because... Also, it doesn't make it exciting to go for. That's probably more suited for like a uh, <laughs> clue scroll rework. Um, that's all I'm saying is you could add new Dragon G ornament kits from Elite Clues and be good for the Warhammer and for the Claws. But that's super exciting. And I, see, that's the thing. Having literally not had time to read through this blog because it's so massive and I just have not had the time or energy to do it. Uh this is so cool. Everything is untradeable. That's delightful. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is the wave and the surge sacks, I feel like should be tradable, but these sacks are untradable. Okay. That's fine. I'll take it. I just feel like, cause some of the, like the blighted sacks are really convenient to use. I get it. I would think it would be cool if they were added to, the blighted drop table in the wilderness. Yeah. The revenant drop table or like the slayer drop table only because not everyone is going to do PVP granted wave and surge spells have one purpose in the wilderness to kill someone. Mm -hmm. It's not like barrage where like you can take blighted ice sacks to Scorpia or you can take blighted whatever like wave and surge are specifically for player killing. I think they're really cool. I kind of hope they add them to the blighted table so other people can get them too. If not, I won't be upset about it. What I'm most excited about having skimmed through this blog, one of the first things I read finally, after years of asking, we are getting skill-based matchmaking for PVP. Yes. My biggest holdback for PvP is it's a lot of money to invest to get your ass kicked in the first five minutes. Yeah. God forbid I want to learn Darok Pete Kang and I go up against fucking Torvesta as like my first fight. I'm just not doing that again. Like that's mm -mm. Uh, I've lost too much at that point. It says here, rank points are used to determine your rank. When finding a fight, the PvP arena system will try to match you with another player with a similar rank. The more points you have, the higher your rank is. That is going to be awesome. I can kill people who are as good or worse than me. <laughs> right. I can't kill someone who's been PKing since 2006. I can't do that. But I'm so excited for this. I... Don't entirely know how it's going to work. Like, they have different builds, which I think is so cool. They have, like, classes. Mm -hmm. Like, they have the maxed main uh, Zerker and Pure builds as, like, pre-assigned whatever. That's that's so cool. I'm That's, that's awesome. I'm going to play the heck out of this when it comes out. I'm very excited for this. Anything else in here that you think is, is super cool? Because I'm gushing over it because it's, like, the first time I've actually understood what's happening <laughs> so yeah no it's actually pretty cool what they're doing like with the the different like armor sets and and weapons and things like the wristbands of the arena they're going to be similar to the stats of barrows gloves so if you're a pking account and you're trying to get your build say you make a fresh account and mm -hmm. 
you don't have to grind hours and hours and hours and hours just to get your Paris gloves for your mm -hmm. account because they're pretty useful, right? So you can just go into the PvP arena on a fresh account and your stats are already where they should be for the fight. You don't bring any items in. It's all supplied to you. So it's just a faster way for these these PvP accounts to not have to go through the the rigmarole of this is how you play RuneScape to get to where you want to get to to then play RuneScape. <laughs> so the wristbands mm -hmm. of the arena are like Barrow's Gloves. They have the Centurion Curus, Curus uh, which is going to be similar to the Fighter's Torso. It's very exciting. And then the Calamity Chest and Breaches will be similar to Void, um, which is also notably interesting because it doesn't include a helmet or a pair of gloves. So you basically get the set effects of Void, but the freedom to wear the helmet or gloves that you want. Literally just like Elite Void. So you have to yeah. have all... What is it? All three pieces or all... Yeah, I think it's all it's all three pieces. So you have to have Calamity Breaches and Calamity Chest and then either Memoas, Korifs, or Seikas? Mayoma, oh, Mayoma Korif, and Seika or Seika? 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 Moma, Assuming Saika this is based off of desert middle eastern i do not speak any arabic language and i probably butchered the shit out of those names but this is <laughs> we'll figure it out someday like, i want to apologize for a few weeks ago because i went on the attack at jagex and we didn't talk about all the things that went unpulled in the last update mm -hmm. so i apologize for that there's no mention, I don't think, Michael, of any of this stuff being pulled. Am I correct? Is this just coming to the game, or is this all being No, this added? is integrity. This is integrity? Yes, because they said they're removing the dual arena, and as an integrity change, they're replacing it. So all of this is just coming. This is delightful. <laughs> this is everything I bitched about two weeks ago. This is what I'm talking about. Develop the game. They have put... PKing hopefully back on the map. We'll see where it goes. But the ability to give accounts Barrows Gloves, Void, Fighter Torsos, without having to do any of the boring shit, that's so cool. I just read the bottom of the blog and it says, um, we're hoping to release the PvP PvP arena sometime in May with the beta rewards that take place before then, so you can try them. And then we'll update this blog with our final poll questions once we've had your feedback. Please get in touch so we can make any amendments necessary before the poll goes live. So I think they're polling the rewards. Of course but they the are. PvP arena is um, coming no matter what. Well, either way, I'm glad that it's just coming no matter what. Some things may not make it, the one thing that I'm concerned about is these humble prayer scrolls. I haven't read them entirely, but from what I understand, it's like oh, piety and chivalry for pure accounts hmm. that are like the humbled versions that are a little bit less if you haven't completed King's Ransom, which pretty much allows one defense peers to get chivalry and piety without having to do King's Ransom, which has a defense requirement. Even Zerkers, I think, can't use it at this point. Because it says here you need 65 defense to do that quest. 
that's the only thing I'd be concerned wouldn't pass as a non PVPer. The imbue scrolls are pretty cool. I was just reading the humble humble scrolls and they actually it doesn't sound too op again all of this stuff is just to alleviate that time requirement Mm -hmm. into making a new pvp build here's how i think about it say you want to play the game and say you want to have a one defense peer and you also want to have a zerker and there's multiple different account builds maybe but you want to max pkr and on all of these accounts you have to spend hundreds and hundreds of unnecessary hours doing content that is not going to benefit your account just to have these items. Or uh, now you can just do them in the PvP arena. Mm-hmm. So it just, I don't know, it, it, gives, it gives the PK and PvP community a little bit of a, hey, here you go. <laughs> Here's this. This yeah. this will make your life easier, which I I think I think they deserve. They I do. really do. And I'm also really hoping it incentivizes new people to do PvP because it would for me. Like it makes building an account that much easier mm-hmm. because if I already can't do a lot of my favorite quests on a pure account and then I have to go play Barbarian Assault or like whatever, like I don't want to do any of this stuff. Right. Like how many times have you seen PK videos or watch live streams of PVPers who are like, yeah, I've grinded out full void like 20 times. Mm-hmm. Full void is like eight hours of gameplay. <laughs> like, that's a lot. I don't know if people PK in elite void, but that's still even more work. Yeah. But what I imagine this doing is exactly what happens in PVM when somebody makes a new account. Or, like, I hop on leagues, for example. I have, like, 700-odd Zalra KC on the main. I know how to do Zalra. I'm good at Zalra. I'm confident at Zalra. When you put me on this dog shit for Relic um, League's Iron Man, I can still do Zalra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it doesn't take away my ability to do it. And now giving PKers who have been PKing since 2006 the ability to just hop into a couple matches and kill some people and get all these awesome rewards that is dependent solely on their skill and not the hours they have put in to the game to get these items, which like, yes, it all goes hand in hand in a way, but like, this is cool. I really Mm -hmm. like this update a lot. This is one of my favorites from the past weeks. This is big. PVP updates good. PvP update's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I Me am. Me too. What did you want to talk about next, Oxy? So speaking of next, oh. um, this is going to be short because literally nothing happened. Um, <laughs> next combat achievements are a thing, which is exciting. There's, I think, two elites, mostly masters, and three grandmasters, which is pretty impressive. Uh, the grandmaster, the perfect next, seems... Like, I want to say it It seems, like, deceptively simple, but I don't think it's going to be. Ryan said he got 9 of the 11 in the first two mass kills, which I imagine uh, Perfect Next and probably either Next Duo or Next Trio is going to be the worst part. Because um, hmm. I think, yeah, there's a Next Duo is going to be tough as hell. 
But yeah, that's neat. <laughs> Which I think they just wanted to wait, right? Like the idea behind that was they just wanted to wait till Next had been around for a little while to develop yeah. and see what like what people yeah wanted for those achievements and they did the same thing with fazani's nightmare which is pretty cool although they did miss an opportunity they could have had one less next achievement and we could have had 420 combat achievements because we literally we had i think it was 69 grandmasters and then when they added stuff for fazani's nightmare we had 73 grandmasters i think and we could have had 420 total achievements and they blew it. <laughs> the next Mass World is 420. That's delightful. I need that's good to know so I can go back and get the combat achievements done. But yeah, we're talking to Ryan in our recording booth chat who has collectively like he's like ranked 500 something. Ryan has 2860 KC, 2860 KC at next, rank 500 something. Um, this guy on in the first like week was rank 15 overall at next and just has been been smashing it out i I was talking to ryan earlier um and he was saying that like the bank value is up like tenfold since starting (laughs) all of that next casey which is like gz king learn your pvm boys more importantly (laughs) in the next blog update we have the biggest update ever android betas i'm not a mobile user i don't have an android phone i don't personally care about this update I'm sure somebody does. I'm I can, glad I can make getting... you care. Like I can, I can give you reasons why you I should can make care. you care. No, oh, no, care. I don't, I don't not care. Like I don't want it to happen. I just don't have anything to say about it. Oh, I have plenty other to say. than dude. They're cool. They are, they're beta testing the features that we've talked about in the past. Where like you're basically your rune light features are going to be on mobile. And as somebody who, plays a ton of mobile i am very excited for this and the prospect of them having this android beta means that at some point they'll have an ios beta and at some point it means that they'll have ironed all all the bugs and we'll get these updates for the mobile client which is amazing um this is just quality of life stuff like ground uh markers uh entity markers raid helper agility helper i think I, I heard somewhere like notably missing from all this is ground items, which I'm very confused about. Um, well, I, I hope that's in the next like round of updates because that's one of the updates that would come from all of this that I was hoping would be in mobile. We talked about it last week and just having to have your chat box set to one GP for all valuable drop items just so that you don't miss anything it's annoying so having ground items on mobile would be amazing so yes please give jagex all of your feedback if you're uh, if you're doing the mobile android beta please be as descriptive as possible if you're doing the if you're doing the beta they've already kind of briefed you on how to give that feedback i think it's through discord so um yeah yeah give them all your feedback so that us ios users can then get a beta and we can test it out as well Get a better beta to do. Um, that's Listen, Android phones are fine, bro. <laughs> don't be a hater. I'm not, I don't I'm have not. an Android phone, and I don't I, like Android, but I'm not a... You can't be a hater, bro. I, I'm, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. You are. Additionally, in this little post they have, they outline another PvP update. The Deadman-style loot keys. I, I don't... Oh, yeah. 
I, that's not even toggleable. That's just a with this new setting enabled. I think it is toggleable. You can opt to have your PvP opponents drop their loot in the form of a key containing up to twenty eight of your target's most valuable items, which would otherwise have been dropped on death. This is gonna make like the only real PK experience I have is like bot busting. Mm-hmm. This is gonna make bot busting a lot of fun because yeah. you know. Maybe I will feel like a god with five keys because I'll have killed like <laughs> Chinchampa bots. Or that time I killed that dude. Um, he was a prayer pure, and I killed him on my my pure account, and he dropped like five point five mil worth of superior dragon bones. He was like level ten. TMD and I killed him, and we got a. It was the biggest PK I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> this is this is very cool this is very scary like we said at the top of the episode i think like you're you're fucked if someone with a bunch of keys it's just like dead man mode all over again let's see loot keys and death this is something notable the effects of being unsculled and the item protect prayer apply to any items not held in loot keys but not loot keys themselves as a consequence loot keys are always dropped on death whether pvm pvp sculled or unsculled should you be unfortunate enough to die with keys in your inventory they will either be transferred to the player that killed you or deleted Iron players will be able to unlock loot keys, but please note that they will only have the option to destroy the contents of the key entirely. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, that is uh, that is brutal because you have to pay 5.5 mil or something crazy to unlock the ability for loot keys. What? Do you really? Yeah. Um, look up Scully or something on the on the blog. Or like do control. No F- way. Scald players will have a skull over their head with a key held. Uh, to benefit from this change, we'll need to purchase the ability from five for five mil. That's, That's so mil. cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a little gold sink. That's sick. Yeah, it is kind of a sad thing that like most of the and and this kind of contrasts what we just talked about, but most of the stuff in the PvP and PK community is just like exploiting them for a gold sink. Like if you want your Edgeville teleport, or if your Edgeville home teleport to be changed you have to pay the five mil and that's usually only applicable to people who pk <laughs> so you know it, it's kind of ex- like exploiting them for their money but i don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna spend the five mil you're probably going to make a lot more than that i think the that's, actual content <laughs> i think that's the logic of pkers like if there was a five mil fee for me if there was a five mil fee to use the hort the shortcut to get to hydra i would pay it yeah it's true because I make way more than five mil on a single hydra task. That's true. And I think if you're consistently PKing, like if you are the Grim Reaper, if you are Darth Vader in the hallway with five keys rolling up to the Revenant Caves, you're gonna make a lot more than five mil. If you're killing, especially if you're killing other PKers, if you're key hunting. So if your target is to kill people with the keys above their heads, if you're one of those maniacs, I can't, number one, can't wait to watch your YouTube videos. Number two, you're making more than five mil for sure. Yeah. Because you get all their keys plus all of their shit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's going to be awesome to like PK, SERP, Staff of the Dead, AGS, RMs. 
plus five keys on top of that. Like that. Ooh, that's going to be good. That's going to be fun to watch. Without having like dug too deep into that, into that blog post, it's not 28 of their most valuable items in their entire account, right? It's just their inventories. Yes. 28 most it, valuable. It's not like dead man mode where it's you not get like the dead bank man. key. It's okay. that would be, that would be a horrible update for PVP. Nobody because that, that would yeah I don't I don't even think PKers would want that because like what if you're PKing on your max main account and you also happen to like Cox and Tob and like <laughs> you get P, you get like a you get PK and you lose your scythe like that sucks like well, I don't lose, think like that your would... 28 most valuable so it's like you almost your entire loot tab is just gone or like your almost my your entire, entire dude, my entire gear your, tab I'd lose my tofa I would lose yeah. my claws I'd lose my hammer. All because yeah. I tried to big dick somebody at the chaos altar for like sixty k. Yeah, I would be so <laughs> mad. So for sure, it's just your inventory then. Yeah, okay, which is cool. which is cool. This is once again PvP is finally getting love, and as two people who are not PKers are self proclaimed not PKers, we're very excited about these updates. What about tombs of a Masket, though? We are self proclaimed oh. PBMers. Oh, the TOA reworks. Off the rack, the first one that I initially was like, yo, what the hell, was the deletion of low life from the Missouri Army. Yeah, why? That was like the notable thing, is they deleted low life. Pretty much what they did instead was they took the Torva model of using Bandos components to upgrade the armor. Mm-hmm. And now the Missouri armor is just okay on its own. But if you add the armadillo components to it, you get a prayer bonus and you get like really good offensive and defensive bonuses over armadillo, mm -hmm. which is pretty sick. Um, yeah. So it's just like the new best in slot period. Yeah. Which is so, great. yeah. So now we have three sets of like, really good really high level armor that come from really good really high level monsters with ancestral torva and missouri and that's super cool it is a little strange in a way it will be a little strange just like it has him with torva of like what do you mean bandos isn't best in slot anymore <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit of an adjustment period i think but this is exciting I, I was a little pissed off that they took low life away because initially I was like, of course, people complained about it and then we're not getting a new mechanic. But they explicitly mm -hmm. say that, like, low life will come back in some form or fashion. Right. And then anything to make existing items a little bit more expensive to hold some value. I would imagine over time in, like, five years, Armadillo and Bandos are probably going to be like they are in RS3 where they're, like, pretty devalued. You know, or they're more yeah. in line with like Barrow's items, or they're a little bit more attainable. You know, maybe they'll drop like 60, 70%, which still puts Armadillo at like 20 mil for the whole set. Like, that's still a lot of money. Well, but here's the thing about what we have that RS3 doesn't, and that's the GE tax. So, like, they're still going to be deleted, and they may get deleted at a faster rate mm -hmm. or bought out. Sorry. Um, yeah, they may get bought out and deleted from the tax at a faster rate to keep up with that that mass incoming of those items. 
because as you said, like it's just going to be easier. Hell yeah, it's going to be easier. The the more items that come into this game that uh, give us like with this with Missouri, it gives you range strength. I believe this is the first item in the game that gives range strength. Range um, strength armor, I think. Yeah, range strength armor. First item in the game that gives range strength armor. That's hard to say. <laughs> range range strength. strength armor. Yeah, that's weird. It's a strange combination <laughs> of words. Uh, it's that it's the first type we've ever seen. So then, how does that affect your kill times and your DPS? Well, it's going to affect them greatly. Like you're going to be able to have higher DPS. So then, I can see yes over the years. Like unless they give a buff to these God Wars dungeon bosses, they won't. Then um, it's just going to become easier and easier to kill them. Thus, more and more kills per hour. Lots of things coming in the game. Unless they, they, uh, lots of things could be addressed. But I think the GE tax is going to help. Hopefully. Yeah. And I don't mean that as a, like, oh, you're devaluing my arm until trips. Like, no. It's cool. I'm I'm just saying it's going to be a bit of an adjustment period to, like... Yeah, for sure. You know, it, it's still weird when I see people in Torva with Infernal Capes. I'm like, what are you wearing? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're wearing the best armor in the game. That's right. what that is now. <laughs> like, that's not the Achievement Diary gear. That's Torva. Cool. It It's a bit of an adjustment still. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited for that. Funny Any story. items think I'm here for? What's up? No, funny story with this. <laughs> uh, the day that this blog came out, I woke up and Immortal, um, somebody in our clan... He had messaged me super early in the in the morning. He's like, "Now, Michael, don't go, don't go buying Armadil. You know that that'd be a bad idea." And I looked at that message. I'm like, "What the crap is he talking about?" Like, so it it took me a while, right? But then I finally I read the blog, and it all made sense. Um, they're doing the same thing like they did with Bandos, where you can break down your Armadil pieces. And if you know me and you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I I failed at a couple of those um, key flips in uh, the past with Nex and lost way too much money that I don't want to talk about. Um, so I will not be purchasing Armadil for this very reason. Um, it, you know, you could go, you could get rich, but this is not financial advice. <laughs> so don't, I don't know. Do what you will with that. Um, you could break down Armadil pieces to make this new armor better. But that doesn't mean that Armadil's suddenly going to shoot up. It's probably going to go down, like Bandos did. <laughs> yeah, it might it might shoot up a little bit. Probably we're probably way too late for that at this point. Because again, mm-hmm. Michael and I didn't do this the day the blog came out. We were drunk as shit the day the blog came out. Oh, so, we were we were. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty certain this came out the day we recorded episode fifty. So we were getting swifty. Woohoo! And we're like, oh shit, it's a Raids three blog. We'll talk about it later. That's why we're this. That's why this episode's <laughs> all over the place. But next up, we got the Hekka and the Ward. That's mm. gonna be exciting. The Hekka of Tamekin, which I can't wait for someone to abbreviate that. The... We got Bofa. I need someone to get creative and call it like the Heck, the Hecken Wand, or the Hecken Hecken Wand, Hecken Wand. Yeah, maybe it's not Hekka. Maybe it's Hika. Hika. Maybe okay. it's Hike. I don't know. Again, Hike? no really? understanding of the Arabic language. We just we just um, have to wait for we just have to wait for a modcast where they actually talk about this 
But yeah. one thing I wish they would do in these blogs is just put a phonetic pronunciation next yeah, to all oh of my it. God. It doesn't unpulled, hurt. Unpulled change to RuneScape content, phonetic pronunciations in the blogs. Mm-hmm. Who's ever writing these, please, if you're listening, give us a phonetic pronunciation because you know how to pronounce it. You've talked about it in your meetings, right? Mm-hmm. We we don't know how to pronounce it. So we're sitting here, Hekka, Hika, Heckenwand. We have to make Flir- up nicknames. Flugen. Yeah, we have to make up nicknames for things. Flinger Dinger Durgen. So, um, yes, the Hekka of Tumekin. I am excited for this weapon. I I'm not. I, I, so it's a built-in spell. So it's. It's soul runes and chaos runes, mm-hmm. which, yes, chaos rune sinks. The Yay. more, the merrier. Um, but it's real cool how it works because I didn't know this was a two tick weapon. When they yeah. said fast, fast, slow attack, it's fast, 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 then slow. That's how it works. So it's like bam, 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 and like a charge shot that does a lot more damage. I'm not going to talk about the exact math because we all know that math in the podcast doesn't go as well as it mm-mm, normally should. Um, but the three normal attacks are just okay. And then the bigger attack is like pretty hefty. So the higher mage level you have, the better it's going to be. So yeah. like I have 99 mage. This item is going to be pretty good for me. I'm excited to use it. But it's two ticks. A whip is four ticks. A blowpipe is two ticks on rapid. So now we have a mage weapon that will attack at the speed of a blowpipe and then give a charge shot at the speed of a whip. I thought it was going to be like three or four ticks and then the charge shot was going to be like eight ticks, like a chally. I thought it was like you were going to have to pay the price for the strong attack. This is Hmm. hype. So if I'm reading, and we just talked about not doing math, but I'm curious, is it the way that this is breaking down? It says your magic level, is that divided by six? Yes. Plus one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, wow. Okay. So then the, the regular attack at 99 magic is a 17. The max hit is a 17. That's Every without factoring in any magic damage boosting items. So no, right. no tormented, no occult, no Just god base ninety nine magic, mm-hmm. and that's not factoring if you've imbued like if you have an imbued heart, which gives you what like a hundred and oh yeah, magic? I think that bumps you to like a hundred and seven or something, something like that. Okay. Hundred and eight. If it's a hundred and seven, then that's well. Let's let's just work off ninety nine because that seems a lot easier for us. So okay. seventeen, seventeen, seventeen. Yeah, and then and then what's ninety nine minus twenty five? Minus 25 divided by 2. So that's a 37. So Which, 17, 17, 17. 37. Like base 99. That's still pretty solid if that hits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's still pretty good. For how fast it is, yes. And the rune cost is not, I don't think it's terrible. Um, soul runes are pretty cheap. Cast runes are pretty cheap. So uh, the thing that I'm most excited about this, and I really. I'm excited for for you guys to test it because I'm not going to test. I said, I think there was a there was a blog where we're like you and I, Oxy, were saying, yeah, guys, we're going to get into the into the beta worlds and we're going to test this stuff out. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, no, we didn't do that. So well, that's because even... they uh, was that the same blog where like they wanted to give us Virtus armor and they like tested yes, it and then they're like, yes. no, we're going to give you Torvo instead. 
Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't do any of that. Unfortunately, we're we're bad podcasters. We're sorry. <laughs> but the thing I'm most excited about with this is they've given each spell book a special ability. Mm-hmm. So whenever you have a, an, an item like, uh, for instance, the trident, it doesn't have a spellbook component. It just casts a spell on its own. So with the standard spellbook, you have a, a, bit, a 10% boosted damage. Uh, ancient spellbook, the spell will hit an area of 3 by 3 which is, what is that, like 9 tiles? Um, on the lunar spellbook, it'll heal, heal your allies by 5%. Uh, by 5% of your current magic level rounded down along the path of the projectile. So if you guys are standing in the line, and if the projectile hits one of your allies, it's going to heal them for 5% of your current level. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it will, it, when you're on the Lunar Spellbook, it'll also increase the attack range by 1. Um, and then on the Arceus Spellbook, it says you'll lose three prayer, you're going to lose 3 prayer points, but in return... Uh, the boost is not permanent and will be lost after a period of time. It'll drain 5% of the NPC's magic level, up to 20%, and boost your magic level by 50% of drained magic level. That's a lot of words. And if you're having trouble breaking that down like I am, you're not alone. Uh, so what I understand from this, to break it down, for this, you lose three prayer points and you drain the magic level of your opponent. I like how we do it, Corp. Mm-hmm. But your magic level gets boosted by half of what you drain. So this is going to be interesting how it's going to work, notably because if something has a high magic level, like a, like a demon or like mm-hmm. Corp, and you have to hit it to drain its magic level... Why would you use Mage instead yeah. of a Twisted Bow? The Arceus Spellbook one is weird, but basically what it allows you to do is to boost your magic level, thus increasing your max hit by up to 15%. So what's 99 times 0. .15? 14.8, so rounded down, so 14. I have a calculator pulled up, you guys. I swear to God, I have a calculator pulled up. So yeah. 99... <laughs> That boosts you to 113 mage. And then if you add the boost of the imbued heart, if those are stackable, mm. you have drastically increased the max hit of the Hekka on the Arceus spellbook. Yeah. At the risk of losing three prayer points per shot, is that what I'm understanding? The way I'm reading this now, because it says this boost is not permanent and will be lost out of a period of time. So I think once you get that boost then every attack is is normal until you lose the boost again, and then it's three more prayer points. This could be really good at a place like Zalra. Mm, You're right. This could be really good with the Hekka on the Arceus spellbook to lose some prayer points off the rack. 17, 17, 17, 37, or whatever Uh the math is. And just repeat that process during the Tans phase and the Magma phase. Not the Tans phase, the Serp phase and the Magma phase. Uh Uh-huh. Lowering Zalra's magic level for the Tans phase, which doesn't necessarily matter because you pray mage anyway, but it's increasing your max hit the more damage you deal. And you bring prayer potions to Zalra, so it's not that big of a deal. And if you have the money, you bring an imbued heart. So given that this is now two tick and four tick, 
this could compete for like a Zalra speedrun time. Yeah. The way I'm understanding it. Because right now we use the harmonized orb because it goes faster, like a harm staff. Mm-hmm. With fire surge, I think it makes it go quick. This gives you the also like if you're on Arceus, now you're bringing thralls, and that's just a little bit of extra DPS. That's as well. true. You got thralls for the added DPS. I think a lot of people when they read this, the instant reaction in our Discord was like, "Oh, this is dead content with the added added stuff." Especially the Arceus one. It's kind of stupid, but like looking it over and kind of talking over how some of the stuff is going to work. I think the the use case is going to be niche for sure, but I mean, I, I think the standard spellbook one is the most OP. Just 10% yeah. flat boosted damage. The one thing that we have to understand, like we've talked about multiple times with new content updates like this, we don't know what's coming in the future and we don't know what the raid looks like. So maybe Very there true. is a situation where you hitting in a three by three area will help you speed up the raid. Because like my first thought when I heard this was Nylokas. I thought, oh man, this is going to be deadly at Nylos mm-hmm. because like you're just blasting everything to oblivion. That's kind of cool. And you're already on the sp- you're already on the ancient spell. Yeah, book. you're already on ancients. Right? Like how how is that going to change things? That said, it could kind of really mess up Nylos quite a bit. Uh because, like, you can't deal damage to any of the crabs you hit in the 3x3. Three three. In any case, I think Ancient has a use case. I, I'm on the fence about Lunar, but I'm really playing into the <laughs> we don't know what the raid looks like, so I can't say anything about it. Because, like, yeah. all right, guys, stand in a straight line. Stupid, unless you literally have to in TOA. Sure. Like, the only thing currently that, that I can think of the top of mind is whenever you're running the head at chambers, you potentially could be in line with the projectile. Um, if but you guys that's... are in the middle and you're running back and forth and you're already on lunars. Well, well that's the issue for me is because I'm, I'm looking at the tiles and I'm like, you're not attacking straight. You're attacking oh, diagonally. That's true. So like, is the projectile going across the tiles diagonally or is it like whoever's in your same vertical or horizontal range? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a like a rook. If it's like a rook and it's like the vertical and horizontal columns, yeah. Busted at chambers. Nobody's dying. Yeah. Current I, I can't judge it without knowing what's in the raid, pretty yeah. much. Because well, it's what so, testing is for. <laughs> it's so but that's the thing. It's just so off the wall, the lunar spellbook one. But overall, the Heka, the Hika. The new wand is going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on the ward? Because it really hasn't changed very much at all. Hmm. It gives a magic... Does it give a magic damage bonus? It does. It gives 5% magic damage. And it's just the best in slot mage offhand shield now. So no more Tomo Fire wherever you go. I'm sure right. the Tomo Fire is still going to... Tomo Fire is not dead content, obviously. Right. As far as like best in slot mage gear... Does it get the damage reduction of the... Is it, I don't think it has a special attack. Yeah, there's no special effect. It's not like the spectral where it has prayer. It's not like the Ellie where it reduces damage. It's just right. like... This is just a magic... Mage like, attack go bonk. Yeah. You know? The arcane is just a, a magic attack shield. It's a defensive shield that gives attack bonus. So it's 20 mm-hmm. attack um, with no damage increase. But when you add it to the ward, it gives you a plus 5. So 25 attack. 
and then that 5% damage attack bonus. Mm -hmm. So it's a good offensive and defensive shield. You love to see it. Mm -hmm. It's not crazy. Like, it's not, it's not, whoa, this is, this is going to be OP, but it is nice to have. It's a new best in slot, that's for sure. I'm just excited, like, selfishly, that it's going to take soul runes to charge up because you boys got a bunch of soul runes just sitting in the GE right now from runecrafting. So buy your soul runes from Bloodhound's soul rune say, shop. I was going to say, don't take financial advice from Michael, but okay, yeah, buy them from Michael. That's fine. Yeah, 300 <laughs> GP each on sale. Woohoo. I, I, that's probably not a good deal, guys. Um, I don't actually know. I haven't bought soul runes. <laughs> it's twice the price. Light bearer is coming. That's going to be hype. The the special effect ring. I'm excited for this. Ring. That's going to be really. I will take the ring switch when I tank Bandos now. Like that's yeah. just what I'm going to do. I'm, well, I'm here I heard, for it. I heard somebody say like, now you can just bring it while you're skilling too. Yeah. So it may increase XP per hour by a little bit. I don't know. If your spec comes back faster, then you know you're boosted longer than you were before, and that's that's exciting. It's 100% faster um, spec regeneration, approximately 15 seconds per 10%, or 150 full seconds for 100%. Whereas before, I think it was what three minutes for a full, if I'm reading that correctly. Mm-hmm. I never counted actually to see how long it it is for zero to 100 spec, but I think it's three minutes. That'll be nice. Up next is the Osmumpton's Fang, which arguably, in my opinion, going to be the new best in slot Slayer weapon in the game. Mm-hmm. Minimum hit. If it doesn't roll a zero, like if you land the attack, if the attack lands, you're hitting a, a damage splat no matter what. Yeah. This is going to be the most expensive melee weapon in the game, other than maybe the Scythe. I swear to God, this thing is going to be yeah. more expensive than the Rapier, more expensive than the Whip. A mm-hmm. minimum hit for Slayer that it doesn't have charges. It's just a weapon. Yeah. That's delightful. And it can be used at Corp. And they're taking the damage cap away at Corp, by the way. In addition, they've added the damage cap of 50, no more at Corp. So you can take really? this bad boy to Corp in place of a Zami Spear and hit minimum as Bro, long I as you it. roll an attack. I want it. <laughs> This thing is going to be off the chain. Yeah. I'm very excited for this weapon. Watch it tank or some elite PVMer be like, Oxy, you're stupid, and this is why it's not going to happen. But I'm telling you from what I'm reading, Garazi who? This thing <laughs> is going to be expensive and very nice for Slayer. So how it's going to work essentially is it's going to be a rapier tier weapon against things with low defense. So where you would normally just, like Oxy said, this is going to be your common Slayer weapon. Uh, it's best in slot for, uh, I mean, Rapier is just good to take a lot of places. So it's going to be Rapier tier against low defense, but it's going to have a much greater damage per second output, DPS output against opponents with higher defense. So your things like Corp, which we, we, <laughs> we make Corp a chicken anyway. But next, uh, this will probably be the new best in slot weapon Against Nex, because we you don't really... Melee Nex? You can. I mean, if you're sweaty, um, Rapier is... <laughs> rapier is better. Or Rapier is, like, best in slot against Nex. Mm-hmm. So some people bring switches, but... Again, we're, this is all theory crafting for 
current content, most of the stuff that they put in the game, they have future content in mind. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just hoping this is going to be busted at the new raid. <laughs> I'm I'm anticipating good. this is going to be busted everywhere. Yeah, bro. There's more stuff. They're adding a stat renewal potion, which basically is like a mini overload. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Finally. Thank God. <laughs> Pharaoh yeah. Scepter Teleport. Neat. Ooh. <laughs> the the final thing on this long ass main title content is the Gillenor Gazette. And related yes. to Raids 3, the one thing that I'm just the most excited about, and we're gonna put the ad in for this. We're gonna put the agility pyramid ad in. You stare at the void, the void stares back. The void is no more. Yay. They have taken away that part of the void finally. And they have added the ruins of Ulek. They have added a necropolis. They have expanded the desert area by the Sofenham and the Agility Pyramid. And now there is no more blackness. Woo. They have finally rounded out the bottom edge of the desert and it is very exciting. The concept for the Caridian Desert. You can, uh, sorry, keen eyed YouTube viewers will see that I have a RuneScape map on my wall. And the artist that did this map took the liberty to, to like, fill in a lot of the like the void i don't know they just filled it in with like desert sand color stuff mm-hmm. um, so i'm excited this is great i i don't understand the the what the idea behind the void ever was on the world map maybe so that they don't have to lock themselves behind um I don't know, coastlines and things like that. But it just seems weird. Like we still in 2022 just have random void in this game. Maybe not a lot, but like a lot of it is in the desert and it's kind of weird. Yeah. The other void that we did have was um, south of like the Feldup Hills used to be a lot of void, but that's where they put the Isle of Souls. And the only other void now is south of Raids Bank, which is supposed to be. I don't remember the name of it, but Valamore. Well, that's coming. Like we know that that's not like they didn't. They haven't beat around the idea of Valamore for months, like they did Raids Three. It wasn't like is Raids Three coming to the desert? Oh, we don't <laughs> know. Like no, Valamore is coming. It's just part of an unreleased quest. It's kind of like how Prif was on the map for like twenty years before <laughs> they finally released it in the game. Yeah, this cassette is so big. And there's so much cool stuff in it. They have concept art for Tombs of a Masket. They have, well, not Tombs of a Masket. They have it for Beneath Cursed Sands. Mm. They have an NPC from Tombs of a Masket. It's like a work in progress. It looks like she's wearing a mask. Yeah. It looks okay. like if you pull the mask off, you're going to see some like horrid, like <gasps> demon majorette, something like this could be the bad bitch of Raids 3. That's sick. Because they're, I don't remember the exact concept, but like the whole thing for Tombs of a Masket is like a masket is trying to escape mm. and you have to stop her every time by stopping her two guardians. Because um, there's like a point. I don't know what the point of Ulm is, but I know the point of Verzik is like you were supposed to die five rooms ago and she's just pissed that you're still alive. So she's mm-hmm. going to kill you herself. You know, that's the, the that's the point of TOB is to survive this thing. I think TOA is to stop a masket from getting out. 
this cool. might be her. We don't know. Yeah. It's either way, it's cool to see this kind of stuff. Goal setting and discovery. We love goal setting. We do. Here at XP Waste. <laughs> Have you read any of this uh of this gazette here? I, I just found out like Yeah, this came out an today. hour. Yeah, I just found out I've mean, I've worked all day today. So I just mm-hmm. found out like an hour before we were recording, hey, there's a new gazette. Um we we're not gonna get into it on this episode for you guys. We'll have it linked in the description. Um, you've probably already read it or you've listened to a podcast or you watched a video where they, they went over it. But um, it is beefy and it is full of fun stuff. So was there anything else that you wanted to go over in it specifically? <laughs> not to cut <laughs> you off. Quote, there's a quote in here that says, Mod Dylan is a wizard when it comes to interesting gameplay mechanics and he's concocted something awesome for the update, as referring to Guardians of the Rift. As part of this, he's also been working on responsive interfaces that scale nicely to different screen sizes. In the future, we'd like to roll out other interfaces, especially the League's one. Here's looking at you, task system menu. They're calling out their own interface for being shitty. (laughs) So that's awesome. Go Mod Dylan. (laughs) Mod Soften, welcome to the team. I think she's an RS3 character dev. I saw her Twitter earlier. She's the one who designed Zuck for RS3. Oh, interesting. And then there is one tiny little possibly insignificant definitely not insignificant thing mod ed has a piece on backporting quests a bunch of quests from the rs2 days a bunch of quests from like 2007 to 2010 ish era Uh uh-huh like after the backup after the backup but before eoc okay what's the notable quest that they talk about here i don't know while Guthix sleeps. Ooh. Having never done the quest in RS3, but having heard that it is one of the greatest stories ever told in in RuneScape, I'm here for it. Yeah. I am absolutely here for it. I think they say in here that like a lot of these backports are gonna take a lot of work to get to old school and to fit old school in like a proper way. But I'm here for it, bro. Like I know a lot of you guys are working towards your quest cape. And you're probably like, please stop. I don't need more quests to do. I've I've got five done, five left and I'm and I'm done. But like you're gonna you're not gonna look back and be like, Man, I wish they didn't I wish they didn't add well Gothic sleeps. I was I was very mad. Um No, you I mean once you get your quest cape and they add a new quest, you're gonna do the quest anyway. Yeah. So. And and here's here's the thing. If you're going for your quest cape and you're like, No, I'm done. I've done this big quest, I don't want to do any more quests, I'm over it. Stop that and just and do it. My recommendation, I have a piece of recommendation and I have a, a thing that hopefully will make you feel a little bit better. Read the damn quest dialogue. Understand what's happening in the story. I know that, oh, I just want a space bar because I want to get it done and I want their awards. Going into it with that misery mindset is just going to make it awful. I dread quests I've done before. Because I don't want to go through all that shitty dialogue. I the Hell no, I don't want to do Song of the Elves again on Leagues. I'm going to buy it. Like, I'm not going to do that. The first time you do it, get invested. It doesn't feel like a quest. Kingdom Divided took me five hours to do day of release or week of release whenever I did it. Mm-hmm. And I had a blast the entire time. If you told me, hey, spend five hours doing AKD, 
nope, I have no <laughs> interest in doing that right now. Read the quest dialogue, you'll be more engaged. My con- my like piece of hopefully hope for you. If you have Song of the Elves, AKD, Dragon Slayer 2, and Monkey Madness 2 done, there's like a 95% chance that you have the quest requirements for every new quest that comes into the game. I'm not kidding. If you're working towards your quest cape, or you already have your quest cape, you're probably going to be okay. Quests are some of the most accessible content in the game. It's not like Theater of Blood where if you roll up with base 75 stats and say, take me through a TOB, I'm just going to say no. Most quest bosses, other than the big three, Gluff, Seren, and Galvec, are pretty tolerable to fight with base level stats. And if you have your average base 60s going into base 70s, you're good. You're good. Like, quests are accessible. I know it seems like a lot, but if you're working on your grandmasters as it is, you'll be able to handle anything that Jagex throws at you. Yeah, because most of them are going to be, like you said, they're going to be backports of stuff that may just be continuations of small quest lines. Except for while Guthic sleeps, because it is described as a grandmaster quest. And again, one of the greatest quests of all time. Yeah. So I'm, oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, do yourself a favor and read through the Gazette. Like we said, we really don't want to... We could spend another like two hours and again, at the top of the episode, we're not doing three-hour episodes anymore. <laughs> yeah, this, Honest to God, this dead-ass kid, we're so behind on news posts. This could yeah. be like a four-hour episode, but we, we have to cut it off at some point. So, so I think that's going to do it for this segment, folks. Um, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back for all the fun stuff we do every week. So, see you guys after this. Hello, hello. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Simon Templeton, owner, operator, sole proprietor, and chief executive officer of Simon Templeton's Totally Legitimate Archaeological Expeditions. You've actually caught me out here at an interesting time. I'm doing work for the Varrock Museum, and as a matter of fact, you've come by at just the right time. You see that pyramid? At the top rests a smaller, shinier pyramid. It's not a very tough trek up, But you see, that's my problem. Last time I tried to go up there, I really hurt my back on the way down, so I haven't been feeling up to the climb lately. But that's where you come in. You see, I've got a guy. He's willing to pay top dollar for those pyramid tops. So I'll make you a deal. For every pyramid top you get me, I'll toss you 10,000 gold. That's right, that's a one with one, two, three, four zeros at the end of it. No diminishing returns, just cold, hard cash. So what do you think? We got a deal? Yep, wait, don't answer that. Just meet me here at my base camp outside the pyramid tomorrow morning. If you get lost on your way over, the pyramid is right next to the edge of the world. Literally, there's nothing there. You stare at the void, the void stares back. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Can't wait to do business with you, partner. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I know that I sure did. It is the time of the episode where we want to shout out our lovely patrons. Thank you to everyone who does support us on Patreon. Um, but a big shout out to our wise old man tier, starting us off with Scape Caution, Elagio, Bollimer, Basket, Benjamin R, Captain Clunk, Haddad, C. Gladney, Morty, Drum, TXT, Flying Castiel, Fortimus, uh, newest patron this week, GH, Harley Dad, Ice, Hualo, MB Jones, Jake W, Jonah Zoon, Jordy, King Flip, Macratinka Jones, Monkey Waffle, Mr. Darkside 76, 999-999, Pooper Cheeks, Rest of Fury, Salted Snake, Shadow, and Troll. Thank you to our wise old man tier. We appreciate every single one of you. Big shout out to our KBD tier folks. Much love. Kiss, kiss. Um, starting us off with Oxy's Dad, Cookies in Milf, Dr. Draven, Evan B, Kroll, The Lord Jake himself, uh, P Joint. Our third favorite Patreon supporter, Ralph. Ryan H, a.k.a. Oxy's Left Nut, a.k.a. Angel of Death. And Spartan Fire. Thank you to everyone who supports us off our Patreon. Like I said, if you would like to join, uh, we have many tiers available to almost any budget. Um, you can visit patreon.com slash xpwaste. While you're there, go ahead and connect your Discord account to your Patreon account so that you can take advantage of all the stuff that we have available in the TNL Discord. Um, and make sure you join TNL as well. It's a great place to hang out. And um, if you like playing RuneScape, we've talked about it many times on the show. It's a great place to find community. The only other thing I want to talk about as far as uh, the, the things we've been talking about each week is the giveaway. So if you're on YouTube right now, or if you're not on YouTube and you're just listening uh, in your ear holes with your headphones or in your car, then you can head over to our YouTube channel and on this video, leave a comment and subscribe. And if you're already subscribed, just maybe leave a like. A shout out to last week's winner for winning three old school RuneScape bonds. Um, if you join in and enter for this week's giveaway, we're giving away four old school RuneScape bonds. We've talked about it so many times on the show. Um, there's a lot of different upgrades you can get for your account. If you're in the mid game, the end game, whatever, four bonds, that's two months of membership or roughly 20 mil GP just for leaving a comment. Money, that's a lot of money. So, uh, leave a comment, subscribe, like the video, and we will do the drawing next week. So this is the last time that we'll be doing this type of giveaway. I don't know for how long, but at least for this series of giveaways. So um, check the description, check our social media to see if you won last week's. So 
this is the, we're going to quickly go over this, but this is the time for our community question. We didn't have a community question last week, like we said, because we did episode 50, but we wanted to quickly go over some of the responses from um, episode 49, which was the Bible, no, the polling questions. Mm-hmm. So some of these were pretty funny. I think the first one, um, we said, give us your honest opinions on the polling system. And the first one that I'm seeing is from Jacob, and they said, I got, I get frustrated when I accidentally tap the booth. That's about it. <laughs> I feel that on a spiritual level because <laughs> there are Truly. so many booths in this game that just don't make sense why they're there. Like in the farming guild when you're trying to click the bank and you just run up and you tap on the booth. Uh, Sam says, I dig it. Also, Oxy, you're wrong. Uh, I come to the podcast to consume my OSRS news. Thanks for the feedback, Sam. <laughs> Uh, this one is the Lobotomizer. They said, Jagex seems to play pixie choosies with the extent of pulled content. I agree with the statement that they lack confidence to implement meaningful changes without without caustic community backlash. So, yeah. Let's see. Connor says the polling system keeps the game in a good place. It deters things like power creep and heavy changes as well. I do think, however, things are pulled. Uh, I do think how things are pulled needs to change. Warding should have passed, for example. Eh, should it have though? I don't know. I think warding was just it. It we can we won't get into it. I don't know. I don't think warding should have passed. <laughs> I voted no. Um. So Vince uh, Vincente says when OSRS first came out, it was great. It was a great thing. Now it's gotten in the way of letting the game grow. Let's uh, let it stay for major changes, but not for minor things. Highly, highly agree. I think that's the point that we got to uh, in that episode. Um, Seymour says it's absolutely broken. That is all. <laughs> Thanks, Seymour. Um, cool. So that was the community question. Those, those weren't all the responses. But again, this was like from two weeks ago, so it's eh, not super relevant. But uh, for this week's question, if you want to answer, please leave an, a response. We're going to have the question being, uh, let's see. What is your favorite thing from the New Gazette that was posted? What are you most excited about from the New Gazette? Or any of the bajillion freaking articles <laughs> that have come out that we have not talked about recently. Sure. What are you most excited about from the last two weeks of content? Yeah, um, we got a lot of stuff. And we'll, we'll read those next week for you guys. Um, thank you to everyone who has left a response on those episodes and on YouTube. We super appreciate it. We read every single one, even if we don't read them on the show. It is 1.06 a.m. I'm falling asleep at my chair doing the podcast. But it is time for Achievement Achievements of the Week. So, couple to shout out here. In the skilling end of it we have two spicy 99s this week we have our dear friend mima cracking off 99 hunter congratulations king and then we have a obviously a member of the clan and friend of the podcast a member of the dorks and daggers crew uh de la gente got 99 cooking so two big 99s this week love to see it on the pvm end of things i i don't even know how this is physically possible but a friend of our clan, Ayub, I shouldn't be surprised that this guy's a gamer, completed his first solo theater of blood. 
that that's it. Just solo TOB. Solo TOB. A real it's insane, one. Dude. It's not a story mode, a real one. Yeah. It took him an hour and four minutes to complete the PVM portions of it. And I imagine a lot of that was Verzik and Nilo. But what the hell? <laughs> I this is I have content. No words. This is content that was not designed specifically designed to be soloed. Like they went into creating Theater Blood saying we do not think this is solo content. But there's people out there who are insane gamers who do it solo. It's not efficient by any means to to run a solo TOB. Like in the hour and 40 odd minutes that they did that um you know, you probably could an have hour done... and 4 it, it took okay, them so 64 minutes, 60, 70 minutes if you count all the time they spent at the chest, but like in an hour. Minutes, you probably could have done like at least two, maybe three if you're fast. So it's not efficient, but it's a dang good achievement. Holy smokes. Uh, it, Group content soloed, that's insane. Truly, I have no words. Theater of Blood is not content designed to do by yourself. Yeah. And it sucks. Jesus Christ, A-Um. <laughs> Congratulations on the... I, he's been working on that for a while, so huge to see him. Uh, huge to see him in, complete that. So that's the achievement of the week. Do we have a fun question lined up? We do. Delightful. So, fun question comes straight to you from the CC. Um, every week we are really, really prepared for the fun question, but um, sometimes we just want to throw it off to the community, and we don't want to... <laughs> We don't want to use our our backlog of hundreds and hundreds of fun questions that we have prepared. So um, the CC came through on this one. Uh, shout out to Creamed Ham for this fun question. So Oxy, what are the top three locations that you would add to an IRL portal nexus? Shout out to Creamed Ham who literally just joined the recording booth chat as What's we up, started this, Ham? as we started this section here. So that's always fun. I, my first three answers are like work, school, my hometown, but that's so boring. I'm going <laughs> to choose. I am going to put work in there because then I could literally roll out of bed and just like go to work. Yeah. Like not even have to drive, not have to do anything. Just like I want my job to be in my portal nexus. The other two are going to be real spicy though. Mm. I want one of them to be at I believe it's Monte Rosso in the Cinque Terre in Italy that's a beautiful mm. place The I think they are they anchovies or sardines whatever they are they sell oh they're so good they're so crispy there's <laughs> cliff diving you're right there on the sea it's not the Mediterranean sea it's a different sea I went there after I graduated high school it's been a very long time it's beautiful it is so nice there. And as much as I am a freshwater man through and through, you know, we stand the lake effect by me. God, it was so nice there. And I do like a good drive through Michigan. So it kind of takes the fun away if I have a nexus to some places like that. <laughs> the other place, it's always, it's tough for something like that. My, my other place, I, I, I'm trying to make it like fun as hell. Like, I'm trying to make it just completely off the wall. And off the top of my head, the first thing that comes to mind is either 
Japan because I've always wanted to visit Japan mm. or somewhere in like southern Alaska so I can watch a bunch of humpback whales do their thing, which there's a lot of more practical places I could go. Yeah. But those just seem like the most fun and the most like, yeah, sure. I have a gilded nexus that can take me anywhere in the world. I'm going to choose these three <laughs> places first. Yeah. I'm. It's definitely work and definitely it's on my mind because like, oh God, I hate waking up in the morning and anything to give me a little bit more sleep, like instantly teleporting to my job. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Like Beautiful. how long is your commute though? 25-ish minutes. Okay. So that's respectable. Yeah. A portal nexus, like a nexus to teleport to your work is, is Bro, pretty respectable. If, if I worked in the next building over, I would put a nexus in there. Well, here's the thing. That, I am not missing any game ticks when it comes to sleep. Right? Here's the thing that would be interesting with that. So my answer is going to revolve around work for the first one. But here's what, something I challenge you to think about. I would put a teleport to my work, but I would want to work at my dream job but not have to live in the city where that job is. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if I wanted to be some sort of like uh, Silicon Valley millionaire, but I don't want to have the high uh, cost of living for California, I can live in low cost of living Texas and just have a portal nexus for my job in San Francisco, you know? So that's, that's one option. Not a bad, it's actually not a bad strat. My I don't want to say unfortunate counterpoint. I really freaking love what I do right now. I mm-hmm. love it. I love where I'm at. I love how I can do my job being yeah. as vague as possible. <laughs> I could do it other places, but not quite in the same way. Sure. So where I'm at right now for me is just perfect. Yeah. But the thing if about I it could is, find Oxy, something similar that paid me like seven figures to do it. <laughs> well, here's the thing: might put a you portal nexus your, up in there. You but. could have your job where you live now, right? But then you could move to Texas. We could do the podcast every week in a studio, and then have you could you still seen work. Northern? Have you seen Northern Michigan? No, I haven't. <laughs> exactly. So I think we get a nice studio up in like Traverse City, something oh like gosh. that, maybe. <laughs> You want to go so to Texas. I have to have one of my Nexus portals be in freaking Michigan. Okay. Have you ever seen Northern Michigan? No. <laughs> exactly. So you the get to complain north, about it. Where, where's my Where's Flint. my mitten gang? You guys get it. <laughs> you guys understand why it would be awesome. Okay. So my second one is going to be Iceland. I don't know where at in Iceland, but I want to be there all the time. That country is beautiful. And it's so diverse in its scenery. Um, it's just amazing. I've never been to Iceland. I've actually never been outside of the U.S. border. Um, that's my goal for this year. So Iceland is my second one. And then, I don't know, a third one? Probably just somewhere in Colorado. Like, just another beautiful, beautiful state uh, that we have in here in the U.S. And um, if I could just... Like, I've never skied and I've never snowboarded and stuff, but, like, if I could just have a, a portal to somewhere in Colorado where, you know, you can just hit the slopes one day <laughs> off the rip and uh, and then come back to your nice warm state of Texas, that would be great. And not have to drive, like, 13 or 14 hours. Mountains and Not have to live me. there, either. <laughs> Mountains scare me. I don't like it. I don't like heights. 
I that, is it technically a height though? Like they're so slopey, dude. Like doesn't it's matter. It's just flat. Doesn't it's a doesn't hill. Matter. It's a big hill. Doesn't anyway. matter. It's t- I I've went skiing twice in the seventh and the eighth grade. We went with the National Junior Honor Society to a ski slope in Michigan, and I got this like grizzled veteran instructor who was like in his seventies and had been skiing since he was like four years old. All of my friends knew how to ski somehow at the age of like 11 years old. (laughs) And I was like one of two people who opted to take lessons. The other person who opted to take lessons was my friend Ryan, but he was getting snowboarding lessons. I was getting outfitted for my skis and my little fat ass at 11 or 12 years old was looking for poles. And this, you know, old man of the sea comes up to me and he's like you don't want poles if you use poles you're gonna die i'm like wow what yeah I'm, I'm like isn't that not how people do it he's like if you use poles your first instinct's gonna be to stick the poles in the ground and they're gonna stop you but it's not gonna stop your movement so you're gonna fly forward and tumble and die and i was like <laughs> okay cool i already don't want to do this thank god we already paid for it um <laughs> so we get me in skis which i had never done before and it was hard to walk around in because they're, you know, six foot pieces of plastic attached to my feet. <laughs> As I'm walking out of the damn like lodge to get to the bunny hill where General Patton is going to show me how to do this, my friend <laughs> comes barreling down. I'm talking like the vibe, like I'm a giraffe, like flying down the hill. Yeah. Mock speed hits a little bump tumbles like a cartoon and breaks his arm in front of me on his first run down the slope on a snowboard oh no so i watch my best friend at the time break his arm and then i'm told by this guy to scoot my fat ass over to the rope that's gonna pull me to the top of the hill He had me go down with my hands on my knees. He's like, French fries if you want to go fast. Pizza, but not like any pizza, like a big man pizza. Pretty much just like hold your legs like this if you're me and go (laughs) down the hill to slow down. I don't think I have ever shouted the words man pizza over (laughs) and over again at the top of my lungs ever in my entire life than when my prepubescent probably frosted tip 12 year old ass was just flying down this oh bunny hill that's all i did the whole day was pizza, the bunny hill and then the next year i went my friends were like oh you already got the lessons bitch you have to come with us i did like the next two hills up there was a turn in one of the hills i life flashed before my eyes <laughs> i I am not a winter sportsman. I would never go to I, heights. Scare the shit out of me. I went to the Grand Canyon. You stare at the void. The void stares back. It's horrifying. It's so beautiful, but it's so scary. I don't. You have fun in Colorado with your hills and your mountains. I'm gonna stay on the flat ground of Michigan. And be good, good, flat. <laughs> I will be at sea level. Thank you very much. At sea, yes. All right, Cream Tam, thank you so much for that question. Appreciate that. Um, if you guys want to answer the fun question at any point and you're just like itching to tell us, put it in the community question um, or in the YouTube comments. Or if you're feeling spicy, join the TNL Discord and uh, answer in the XP Waste chat. So we have it there for you guys. 
you may have to scroll just a little bit if you're new to Discord or whatever. It can get kind of confusing. There's different sections. XUA's podcast is one of them. Um, so just scroll down a little bit until you see XUA's chat. So, mm-hmm. Oxy, I think that is the time for the episode. Do you have any final thoughts? No, I don't. I'm going to turn this off and I'm going to upload my video to our Google Drive and then I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> that is my whole plan. I just completed a combat achievement doing something at Criara. Swoop no more. <laughs> I, well, it's time for sleep, bro. If you can't relate to Oxy because cause you may be listening to this at like 3 in the afternoon. Oxy's tired. I drank some caffeine earlier. I'm not so tired. It's probably a problem. But uh, if I drink caffeine, I'll be up all night and I can't do that going into work. So I'm just like, you're going to suffer. You're going to be happy about it. That kind of, yeah. We're vibing. I'm hoping that one of these days, uh, my job situation changes a little bit and such that we can start recording again on Sundays because right now we're recording on Mondays. And uh, poor Oxy Baby has work on Tuesdays. Poor Oxy Baby. Is that the words that just came out of your mouth? <laughs> Not Good in like, God. you're a baby. Oh my gosh, you're so such a baby. I am. I am it's Oxy Baby. baby. <laughs> Oxy Baby. That's, I don't like know a, if that's better or worse. Like a greaser, bro. Like, let me slap the it's, jukebox. It, I don't know. <laughs> it's 12 in the morning. And um, X Wasters, if you've made it this far and you're just listening to our rambles, thank you so much for joining and listening to this. We super appreciate you, each and every one of you. Tell your friends about the show. Um, we, you, you know RuneScape people, and you know people who like podcasts. Why not tell them? Uh, tell people and, who don't play RuneScape or listen to podcasts. Hey, <laughs> that's the ultimate. Like, Doesn't, yeah, exactly. Just tell them. <laughs> just give you got them a guy sitting to. next to you on the subway? Like, hey, you ever heard of XP Waste? Like, who the hell are you? You're like, show about old school RuneScape advertise the hell out of it just for fun listen you Spend never know that what happened i don't know <laughs> you never know who played this game as a kid and they just needed that little like spark of nostalgia to get back into it you just got to tell them about it right so post on your social media tell your friends put it on your story on instagram uh post it in your discord channels and if you're on youtube like comment subscribe blah 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 Guys, and speaking of talking about the show, oh, I know yes. I'm literally about to pass out, but there's one thing I, w- I almost started crying. I was laughing so hard earlier when I first saw this. A guy okay. named IGE joined our Discord. I, I gay. Oh, yeah. I, I gay. I'm also gay. Um, IG. <laughs> okay. Uh, this guy came into discord and he's like hey i heard the story you guys were telling about like your friend t-pace getting crashed at giant mole that was me and my clan who crashed him and he showed up with his boys to like counter (laughs) crash the counter crashers and he's like dude i had no idea i didn't put the pieces together until you said that I so wish i would have gone to that because he said he's been a fan of the show for months i think that would have been his like he showed like you show up as oxy m and he's like i would have i know that gone i should have gone like dressed as the sandwich lady and been like wait a minute this isn't corp like like that i in hindsight i I show i so should have went but i think it was during leagues either way that's so funny you never know who you're gonna run into when you tell stories about this game so that's i just had to shout that out because like i can't believe we found like you don't ever find the crashers that's good shit but yeah. Another thing 
while we're talking about like just talking to people in game, when we first started this podcast, I would tell everybody in game about like, hey, you like podcasts? Listen to my podcast, XP Waste. Two notable people that I've run into and have subsequently had relationship with now, Mighty, the guy that we had on the podcast. I was randomly in the GE one day and I said, hey, you guys like podcast? Mighty was there. And he's like, I know you from TikTok. Let's collab. Okay. That might not have happened if I didn't say it. And our friend Shadow, I was woodcutting one day and I was just talking to this guy named Shadow Blade and I told him about the podcast and now he's a infernal rank, Tiz Cal in our clan. Huge member of the clan. I did not know that. I talked to Shadow every day for weeks and I did not know that is how you met him. You literally, literally never know who you're going to run into or the friendships you're going to make along the way. So we're building community out there. So... Talk about what you're interested in. Doesn't <laughs> have to specifically be our show. Yeah, sure. Getting too far into the rabbit hole of follow your dreams, and I'm cutting <sighs> us off right there. Good Listen. night, everyone. We love yes. you all very dearly, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.